All right, this Saturday over at Space 55 in Phoenix will be Laughter Against the Machine, a comedy, I guess a political comedy show, if you will. And we have online Kamal Bell, one of the comedians that will be performing this Saturday. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Am, am I saying your name right? You are. I was actually very impressed. I'm like, he must have practiced. <laughs> well, you got the W in front, so I don't know if that's something you're using as far as the title goes. Well, no, I, that's my official title, like, you know, but, uh, you know, since we're friends now, you can call me Kamau. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, you are based out of uh, San Francisco, and you're coming out to Phoenix in a couple days, and uh, let's talk about this show. What, this is a politically charged, like, comedian uh, comedy show. Am I correct on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's political in the sense that we live in political times, so if you're fired up about some issues, it can sound political. So it's definitely an issue-oriented, issue-driven comedy show. Uh, by a bunch of uh, San Francisco or, or San Francisco Bay Area lefties. And we do the show a lot in San Francisco and in the Bay Area, and we've done it in Portland and Seattle. But we're trying to venture out into areas that are, will be different for us and to see, you know, like we're trying to go to places where there's some political upheaval happening and see if we can sort of make some people laugh who could use a laugh. We're yeah. trying to be the campfire for the revolution, basically. Uh, nice, man. Well, you know, out here in Phoenix, I mean, I'm sure you're aware of the things that we got going on here, right? What? Wait, what's <laughs> happening? I should I should get to the internet. Let me Google it. Oh my god. Jesus, that sounds horrible. Yes. <laughs> we so, are aware. That's one of the reasons why Phoenix was actually the city that sort of inspired it was that uh Nato Green, who's one of the members of the group along with uh, Janine Brito, was like he's like whenever there's something going on politically like in Phoenix with all the immigration things, like musicians always show up and do benefit concerts and try to help people or do concerts to try to help the people who are fighting and comics don't do that, you know? Right. So we're trying to be like, you know, like like doctors without borders but with jokes. You know, <laughs> right. Instead of penicillin. Well, you know, it's funny, you know, we, I mean, we could use a dose of uh, laughter out here, no doubt. I mean, considering the turmoil that's been going on uh, politically in this in this uh, in this state alone, of course, with Giffords getting shot earlier in the year. And you have, of course, the uh, SB 1070 immigration bill that was that's obviously causing a lot of controversy here. Um, we are a hotbed. So bringing uh, kind of, a, you know, where, where you're from, coming from the, uh, the old hate Ashbury area, you know, the hippie where hippie is uh, were started in a sense. Uh, you bring in that kind of element out to pretty much a red state out here. Are, is that something you're prepared for? You, do you know what you're getting yourself into? Well, that's why we're bringing a documentary film crew with us, so we can so that at least whatever happens, we can have a record of it to show people later. If we <laughs> uh, if we end up not making it through Phoenix, we can at least have show the next generation of comedians what not to do. Well, you, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> but no, I mean, I think that's part of the we're like part of the issues that we're we're trying to go to places where we know we're obviously there's lots of cool liberal-minded progressive people in Phoenix or else there wouldn't be so many uh, there wouldn't be people to fight the immigration issues so we figure like those people could probably use a laugh and if there's other people who want to come to the show too we'll perform for them too we're sort of we're not trying to cause any controversy we're just trying to uh, bring the jokes where we feel like they're needed right you know? well you know what I think it's funny here the the climate and the element we here have here in Arizona you know the majority of the state is run by Republicans but I think the the feeling in the state here in the city of Phoenix is more a moderate, if you will, you know, I think yeah. they're just kind of being hijacked in a sense. And some, you know, the, look, my joke is this, you know, in, in uh, on February 14th, we celebrated here the uh, 99th birthday of statehood of Arizona. Mm -hmm. And by judging by the people who run this state, we could be the only one that actually acts its age. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's a good one. Exactly. I was like, sounds like some of those people are still around. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I mean, it's it's almost like the Wild West still. You know, people want to. It's you know the nepotism that goes on in this place, and and uh, you know keeping it kind of the old school way, where I think the majority of even Americans in general want something more progressive. We're tired of kind of the antiquated system. Well, that's the thing, and I, we talk about that in the show. Like I talk about how 
with the like right now in California, we're struggling with the idea of like, is it okay for gay people to be married like, like they're people? You know, right. <laughs> and you think it's funny because in San Francisco, you know, we're surrounded by not surrounded. I don't sound like we're scared, but there's you know, we're a very gay city, obviously. And just the idea in San Francisco, we're like, no, why would you care if they get married if they want to get married? And a lot of times, like the research shows, is that the older generation are the people who keep things like that from being legal. Right. Because they're because they're more conservative about things. And there's this thing around old people who are like, well, I don't know. When I was a kid, things weren't this way. And I was like, yeah, when you were a kid, shit sucked. All right. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to swear. That's okay, man. I'll Uh, get that. (laughs) Yeah. When you were a kid, things sucked. You know, it's like, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes. You know, it's just like and I feel like I want to say to the older generation, when the world gets too weird for you. That just means it's time to die. All right. That's all it means. It <laughs> well, just, you know, I'm not saying you all have to die, but if the, the world is supposed to change, we're not guaranteed the world we have. It's supposed to go in a more progressive and liberal direction. You know, and I couldn't agree with you more. You know, and sometimes when you do find someone in the older generation that's progressive and, and isn't for, you know, uh, you know, maybe the Republican way or the Tea Party way now, it's it's kind of refreshing in a sense to see someone that, wow, you're you're a lot older than me. But yet you, you, you're on, we're on the same page. <laughs> it's funny that it's surprising. Wow, you're a lot older than me, but you're totally reasonable. Right. Wow. <laughs> right. Because my mom is that way. She's totally reasonable, too. And yet she still gets upset about things. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with you. She's right. like, I don't like Kim Kardashian. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> She's not for you. She's right. not doing it for you. Right. You know, and I think that's a lot of the world is like a lot of people, old and young. And I'm, I'm all for old people. I don't want any old people here to feel like I'm just talking about this certain demographic of old people. But. You know, a lot of people in the world, old and young, get upset when things aren't the way they want them to be. And it's like, well, then you can't don't leave your house. Right. Right. Because the world is not here for you. It's here for all of us. Right. Like right now in Dancing with the Stars, people are upset that Chaz Bono, uh, who's who's had sexual reassignment surgery, is now legally <laughs> a man and is uh, dancing uh, <laughs> with a woman. Right. And it's like. How is that bothering you? <laughs> right. What is, what is it about? They're not dancing in your living room. I mean, yeah, Chaz Bone is not knocking on your door, forcing you to right. dance with him. So <laughs> let it go. And right. that's the problem. A lot of Americans and a lot of people all over the world. I was just in the UK. There's a sense of entitlement from certain aspects of societies. And usually it's the dominant culture of the society has a sense of like what I am is what society is. And it's like, no, that's just what society has been. But societies are supposed to get more progressive and liberal. If things didn't get more progressive and liberal. It, like, imagine if people didn't ever die, like if people live forever, there'd be men alive from 500 years ago being like, why are women reading? This is right. nonsense. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Who's keep... letting them vote? Yeah, that's, a, that's a great point. You know, I, I, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I, what do you think about the word progressive and the word liberal? Is that, is that is it, you think that scares conservatives and into thinking, well, those are buzzwords and I don't like them, so I'm going to be against it. Should there be another way we, we, we uh, acknowledge it and there should be another no, term but... for it? No, because I think whatever term progressive and liberals come up with, uh, conservatives of like the Fox News type will make that a bad word. Right. Like, you know, I remember I was a kid, but I remember when liberal became a bad word. It was, I think it was the Dukakis era <laughs> when suddenly a conservative would just call Dukakis a liberal and Dukakis would be like, I'm not a liberal. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> right. became. And I think we on the left need to not be afraid of these terms because they're not bad words. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's just it's in it's in they become bad in the mouth of the person who wants to make them bad. Because, right. you know, you can call me my name. But if you say, come out, I'm like, ho, ho, slow down. With that. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Like, so it's just we need to not be we need to not be running away from these terms on the left because they're just words that we're using to describe ourselves. And right. don't let somebody else convince you that it's bad to be a liberal or a progressive. And, and you know, and that's it. You know, it's just the once you know people who aren't um, informed 
who are maybe ignorant to the other side of things won't even acknowledge it because they just use the buzzwords and, well, as long as someone on Fox is saying it that I agree with them, I'm not even going to do any background on it. I'm not going to understand it. I'm just going to stick to my side. It's almost like being a, a fan of your favorite team that the team sucks, mm-hmm. but you're – you don't want them to get a free agent to get better or something like exactly, that. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and I think that the great thing about living in a place like San Francisco is that San Francisco has a worldwide reputation for being the home of the freaks. And the reason why San Francisco is so liberal and progressive is because so many different types of people live here that you, have no, you would have no reason to be afraid of anybody based on their lifestyle because you see those people every day. Right. And eventually, if we all live together, we all learn, wait a minute, I guess those people don't have tails like I thought they did. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think that's what the world needs to get to is learning that just because you, you can be nervous around something because you don't have experience with it, but that doesn't mean you should hate it or fear it. Right, right. And I think there's a lot of people in Phoenix who I hope come out to our show at Space 55 uh, we have all sorts of ticket deals, so please, if you're like in a union, I think it's half price. And if you're fought in, for, against SB 1070, I think it's half price. <laughs> uh, but uh, if, I think if you're a gay Latino, it's free, actually. Uh, <laughs> nice. But yeah, we have all these, you know, that people, the more people hang out together, and we really court a, a wide demographic of an audience. So I want conservatives in there, because the more people hang out together, the more you start to realize that all these labels are just nonsense, you know. And it's not that we're all the same. I'm not saying that. We're all very different, and that's okay. But it's to but acknowledging it and letting you know and being cool with it pretty much is what yeah. it is you know and you're right getting out getting out of the house is the first step I yes. think in the in the progress of uh, getting better if you will and being and not being mad that outside of your house it's different than inside of your house right you know and there, there was something I was thinking about there was a there was an uh, an issue I think it was at Dollywood where a, I think a lesbian was wearing a shirt that said something about marriage how. I can't remember what the name of the shirt said, but it was offensive, and it wasn't even that offensive, but they took it down. I'm thinking, why is it offensive to you if they wear it? I don't understand why you're so why, – why can't you just let people just do their thing, and then you just do your thing, and we're all living happily ever after? It's the fault of computers, man. We're all so used to controlling our environment and also used to deciding what we're doing, when we're doing it, and how we're doing it, that people take that attitude outside their house. And then when they don't like what they see outside their house, they go home and then write a blog about it. Right. You know, like instead of just being like, huh, I'm outside of my house. Right. I guess I don't control my environment. Oh, OK, I guess this is how it works. Right. And anybody who doesn't understand that Dolly Parton has a big gay and lesbian following doesn't understand a lot about Dolly Parton. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's, and I mean that in the best way possible. I'm, I'm sure you do. We got Kamal Bell on the line. Uh, he's coming in this Saturday along with Nato Green and Janine Brito. Uh, Brito or Brito? Brito. 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 So I said it right. It's like Brito without the bird. Right. All right. Janine Brito coming up this weekend. It's Laughter Against the Machine. You're kind of marketing as a guerrilla stand-up comedy on America. What yes. What do you mean by that as far as uh, the guerrilla part? As far, you know, because we all know what guerrilla marketing is. How do you apply yeah. that to comedy? Well, we're, I mean, you know, like uh, we're doing this ourselves. It's, it's totally DIY. Like this is not being funded by any sort of major promoter. We actually went to Kickstarter to raise money for the tour, which we just yesterday crossed our our uh, our goal and actually we're still taking donations from the last few hours if you want to continue to donate go to kickstarter and look at laughter against the machine because we sort of put a bare bones budget up there but we'd also like to be able to eat on the right. tour sure so but we're not trying to this is nobody's going to get rich off of this we really just want to do the shows and make the documentary about the shows just to sort of sh- deliver something to america that shows america a different side and also shows us learning about these places because we've never been to these places or we've never done comedy in these places a lot of them so that's, it's that's why it's gorilla because we're doing it ourselves so you, know? you haven't been to phoenix before 
I've never been to Phoenix. Um, uh, Janine has been there. NATO has not been there. But none of us have done comedy there. So this is a part of the thing. We're trying to get outside of our own comfort zone and not trying to say we know better, but just to learn and do this documentary and then incorporate that into our acts, hopefully. Right. So it's, so it's a little, basically kind of a learning, uh, learning curve, if you will. Yeah, yeah. We're sort of go out there. And then after we do the shows in Phoenix, we're actually going to go to Tucson and do some things with Culture Strike which is an organization that's going to help to show us around and really get, help us get into the immigration struggle. And we're going to video some of that, too. So we're this is not like the liberals coming from the West Coast to tell you how to do it. This, right. is, the, this is the liberals going, we know, why, do, why don't we stop staying in our little town and actually go out into America and see what's going on and, that's, and, just, and actually learn? You yeah, know? Absolutely. I mean, I always think everyone should really get out of town a little bit and see more of the country and more of the world, if anything, to kind of get a feel that, you, you know, this isn't everything you know. You know, your, yeah. your hometown, there's a lot more out there. And once you see that then you'll be more i think uh reasonable people and understand their their cultures and lifestyles are much different than yours but yet they're living a fine happy lifestyle why can't you exactly and that's (laughs) what we're trying to do we're just trying to get out there and mix it up a little bit and uh and also promote this sort of like we're sort of trying to promote there's a style of stand-up comedy that exists it doesn't really have a name but really agenda-oriented focused stand-up comedy that's very topical and passionate about its issues but also trying to be inclusive of as many different types of people as possible sure and you know there and there's sort of like a lot of people associate stand-up comedy with like being like some of the some of the like you know sexist or racist or homophobic which it is and <laughs> sure, <laughs> which, sure. Which i think it's a it's a it's a la- it's one of the last bastions of free speech well, so that's a- all fine ask, ask tracy morgan Exactly. Yes, <laughs> so, and, and Cat which, Williams now. Exactly. I mean, yes. I, yeah, we're trying to go to Phoenix to clean up what he left behind. <laughs> although, although I think you know, clearly in that clip, people in the audience liked it. It was you like know, one guy got thrown out. Everybody else cheered. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, I think you have to know when you go into a comedy show that what you're going to hear it might not please you 100. percent But yeah, go in with the the you know the, the at least an open mind to think, hey, they're trying to make me laugh, and if it doesn't work, hey, you know what? I've not laughed at someone. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to yeah, get yeah. insulted by it. I would say, ooh, man, probably, maybe a tasteless joke, but I've been around comedy for so long that I'm, I'm used to it. Other- yeah, and I think that some people go to comedy shows, and I think that, you know, I, the great thing about the Cat Williams thing is it gets a conversation started that doesn't happen. And I think Cat Williams can deal with it however he wants to deal with it. But the, certainly a conversation came out of that about, like, should black people and Latinos have, like, a – have more of a union than they do, which I was like, <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> right. I'm glad we got that conversation started. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm even surprised it hasn't. <laughs> you know, that, no, no, that, no. It's just, you know, it's just because everybody generally gets in their own corner and sort of right. like feels like their corner is the most uh, corneriest of the corners, uh-huh. which is ironic because, you know, there's like white Republicans feel like we're being outnumbered. It's right. like it's not even close. No, and, you, and you're so right. You know, everyone, and that's just such an opposite thing to do. You need to get everyone. We need to have, be all in the same corner in a sense, you know. We need to yeah, all be all on the same learn, page. It's not even about we all have to love each other. It's just about like, oh, like I said, oh, you don't have a tail. Right. And you don't have horns. Right. Oh, all right, go about your business. Right. You're actually kind of a cool person. Yeah, yeah. yeah like or maybe you... you're a jerk, but you're a jerk. Right. Not people with your skin color. You yourself are a jerk. Right. And <laughs> and the thing is with the shows, we might we definitely push push uh, boundaries and push the envelope, and we might cross some boundaries. But we're trying to do it. There's a there's a one unifying view behind it. So there may be people who are offended, but we're not accidentally stepping on people's toes. You know, we're sort of like right. this, we're just trying to have a place where we can really push some new ideas out there. Right. Well, you want anyone to understand the country a little bit and kind of get a feel for where everyone's at. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, sort of, you know, it's a it's a, a living breathing thing. We, I would imagine that over the course of these next four shows cuz we're going to Phoenix and Madison, Wisconsin, oh, wow. and Chicago, Illinois, and uh, and Dearborn in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, okay. Dearborn's where the highest population of Muslims. 
we're sort of going into places that we've never been. Right, I got you. And you know, and those are kind of hot spots anyway. Wisconsin, of course, with the unions, and you know, here we got you know we got our issues here as well. Um, you know, we, we got we got Kamal Bell online again. Laughter against the machine. You're going around the country. You're bringing this laughter against the machine show to uh, pop to areas around the country that might not be um, maybe I don't know maybe as open as maybe you think you wish. So you're kind of going against the grain a little bit into these places. What do you see as far as overall the political? climate that we have here in this country what what do you think do you think the majority of the country is really tea party style is it conservative i mean i don't see it that way no no i don't see it that way either and i want to be clear that some of the like we're going to you know some of the areas we're going to aren't necessarily like madison wisconsin is, is has a huge liberal base it's just right now the government of madison is screwed up like, right. it's so, it's sure like, well, i don't think we could have booked alabama and georgia and mississippi but we actually want to <laughs> go to places where people are fighting on our side well, and right. we want to sort of fit. Well, fan the flames of that. So I don't want people to think that we're like, they're like, what? Yeah, Madison, Wisconsin. That sounds scary. Right, right. Well, you're, no, you're not going uh, in Mississippi yet because you haven't got your uh, bulletproof vest yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, and I, have, and I have a lot of people in Alabama, so I want to be clear that yeah. I, I go to those places, but I don't generally do comedy. I think that we're going to places where there's clearly like a fight in progress and we want to help. Sure. Sort of, you say like maybe they can use some jokes, but hey, hey, I good... don't think the tea, the the – I don't think the country's mostly Tea Party. I think the Tea Party is like a loud element right now. Yeah, I, th- I think they're, the, the, they're definitely the squeaky wheel getting the grease. There's no doubt about that. And so, so we're trying to be an, a loud element to sort of fa- to sort of like be – we can be loud too. Right. I think, I think a lot of times liberals and progressives get afraid of volume. <laughs> and I think that well, that's why Barack Obama won is because he was he was not afraid of volume when he ran for president. Now a little bit. I think his volume knob is broken. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, that I, I think, agree with for sure. It, it, you know, yeah, his, when he ran for president, he was loud and bombastic, yeah. doing a Martin Luther King Jr. impression. It was great. <laughs> yeah, now he's pretty much caving in. I mean, considering moving his speech from last night to tonight, you know, it's, it's, he's 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 giving him he's giving into these guys. And I don't I do not understand why, and I think he's losing a lot of respect around the country. And but the, and yet and yet after the Republican uh, debates last night, it's like. I can't imagine he's afraid of any of those people. And he shouldn't be, exactly. He's just maybe. <laughs> I just feel like Republicans, and because I'm not totally, I have my, I've got Republicans in my family. I, know, I have Republican friends. Well, that, well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I do. Uh, <laughs> but I certainly have Republicans in my family. And I, so I'm not mad at Republicans. Like, I think you're, you're always wrong all the time. But I will say this you've had four, you have four years to find a new person. And these are the people. You, this is the top of the crew. You <laughs> right, know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Like, I, I just feel like Republicans. Like you had four years when, because really they had about the point McCain started to fall apart. That's the point they just started looking. Right. And as much as I feel like maybe Romney's the person, I think Republicans realize that there's going to be a certain percentage of Americans, liberal and conservative alike, who are like, I don't know about this Mormon thing. Right, <laughs> and that's not cool, but I just think it's the, the truth. Well, it that. is. I mean, it's it's the rumors and, and people not really following up on what everything is about. It's it's, an, it's a bit odd. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's not. On, and it's again it's, not learning that like it's the no tail theory again, right? Because everybody's right. afraid that they have that weird underwear that maybe there's a tail under there, and right? Not, right. But, you know, and I think that that's why it just seems to me like they had all this time to find somebody. It seems like they could have built the perfect candidate, right. You know, by now, and right. they really, it's like. Really, Rick Perry? I mean, <laughs> well, he sounded like he was doing a George W. Bush impression, which I was like, that's not a good idea. 
<laughs> you know, you, you got to wonder, man. I, I, I sometimes think that our, our country really that we, we are part of Springfield, you know, out of the Simpsons. I mean, that we yes. just, we just, we eat where we're served. We just kind of deal with it. And if we get upset, we kick somebody out, then someone gets replaced and it's the same BS over again and over again and over again. It's just, it's a broken record, you know, and nothing seems to be breaking through. Maybe your show might do that. It might bring some awareness to, you know, be, you know, what I was going to say is that conservatives, you know, they do bark louder than, than, than liberals, like you said, you know, and in, I would say more uh, liberals and, and progressives will be more not maybe progressive, but liberals are more just maybe lackadaisical, just you know, okay with it. They're not really I eh, whatever. I'm cool with it. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? That kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah like where, I think well, I think liberals also the cons- the leaders of the Republican Party did a great thing probably around. I mean, it was probably before ten years ago, but certainly after nine eleven, where they basically said if you all conservatives have to line up behind God and country, and it sort of gave the left the right these two con- these two issues that. Do you like God? Yeah. Do you like country? Yeah. Then you like getting taxed. Wait right. a minute. Right. <laughs> like, right. And so they, they sort of created this idea, but it, God and country sort of pushes every idea. Liberals don't have any unifying ideas like that. You know, they don't have right. – I'm all about recycling. Well, I'm all about ending the war. Well, I'm, I'm all about vegan shoes. <laughs> and it's like there's not – we don't – that's why Barack won is because finally liber, liberals and progressives lined up behind one idea right. of this dude. And I whether I don't think it's going to be the same way in the next election, but I do think that Republicans are going to have a hard time with the cast and crew they they busted out with. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I mean, like who, but who wants that job too? You know, who wants to go up yeah. against that? It's a, it's going to be an interesting uh, time, no doubt about that. And laughter against the machine is coming to town again Saturday night over at Space Fifty Five in Phoenix. Kamal Bell online, dude. Thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you. I appreciate. It. Thanks for having me on. All right, you got it, dude. Thanks a lot.